What's good, everybody? You are now in the mix. It's your big dog, Kid Six. Shoutouts, finest Carlton, your dig, and your girl, Leah, aka the therapist, aka Blank Man, because she got glasses on now. Yeah, Blank Man. This is episode 20. <laughs> this is episode 21. He's a whole jerk. Nah, I'm playing. I'm playing, man. The, the glasses, they look nice. They look nice. Thank got a new you. look, you thank know? You, so, you, shout out to you, you man. Thank um, you. Big shout out to our sponsors, Rich King Brand. You know, Carlton and I, of course, we we seem to be in, in, in sync at times when really? it comes to, to rocking the sponsors. So why don't I say something? We don't have to. We didn't say nothing. I mean, no, right. I'm just saying if you not like right now, but I'm saying if y'all want us to be in sync, just say hey, we're X today. Okay. All right. When we tell you to wear something next week, watch you don't wear it. If you tell me, I'm gonna wear it. And shout out to our sponsor as well, Sour Life Clothing Line. Shout out else? to So F and Classy behind the scenes with her Sour Life shirt on. I've been wearing everything but our sponsors. I That's a whole lie. fact. You tacky. Damn. Lacking. I know. Do better. I've been promoting people that ain't even our sponsors. That's crazy. That, right? You I'm a model for one that. person who don't even know I'm her model. Damn. It's all good. Anyway, man. Yeah. So, you know, we got to jump right into what you're mixing up. Um, and, of course, starting with the NFL. So, there's been um, a few moves made by the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? So they cleaned up shop. Um, and of course, you know, going back to 2018 when the Jacksonville Jaguars had a stingy young defense that was extremely nice, almost actually beat the New England Patriots in the AFC Championship. Um, then a year later, it seems as though Everything just went downhill for that team. Um, and that was the year they that was the year they they beat y'all to go to the Patriots, right? Yeah, they beat us, um, and that was the year we went like fourteen and two. Yeah, y'all was preparing for the what? What do you say? Y'all was preparing for the wrong team. Yep, we definitely were. I I, I seen that from a mile away. Um, so yeah, of course you know it took place when they got rid of um, Jalen Ramsey, traded him to the Rams. Uh, and of course, you know their their young linebacker who had the um, the charges filed against him, uh, messing with the with a minor, um, just a whole revamp. It, it seems as though they they're just going completely starting all over yet again um, with the rebuild. They traded away their young defensive end Yannick Ngoku. I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. If it's not, I do apologize. But yes, they traded him to the Vikings for a 2021 second round draft pick and a fifth round conditional pick in 2022. And they also released their offensive running back, young as well, Leonard Fournette. So, I know, yeah. I know a couple of Vikings fans that was celebrating. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a few that were celebrating. You know yeah, I mean? shout out to shout out to JG. You he's know. he's one of those Viking fans that I know who is extremely ecstatic about that trade move. Um, he now feels as though their Vikings team are contenders for the Super Bowl. For him, he feels that way each year, but it's always a disappointment for him. So, <laughs> and they they have my division, so <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But shout out to JG, man. But yeah, so this was actually a. Um, I wasn't surprised by the trade for um, the defensive end Yannick, but uh, as far as releasing Leonard Fournette, 
I think I'm I'm not surprised by that either because I believe they were also trying to find a trade suitor for him because you got to think when you're entering into that fifth year contract, you're looking to get an extension, you get paid more. Um, and for those young stars, they want some type of money. But Leonard Fournette, he just can't seem to stay healthy. Yeah, That's, that's been his problem saying. since coming into the league. Um, he's constantly always injured. And I mean, also dating back to when he was playing at LSU. So that thing for me, I was actually I like at first when I saw that they released him, I did tweet that um, the Steelers should look at him. But then I kind of sat back and thought about it. I need to go back and delete that tweet actually too, um, because boy can't stay healthy, and James Conner damn sure can't stay healthy. So why would we even want two running backs that cannot stay healthy in the backfield? Like we can't depend on them to give us a full sixteen game season. Um, so yeah, they say the best kind of player is the healthy one. So, but you know, I, I hear your Bears might be looking at them. Put it like this: the Bears better be looking at them. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of people the Bears better be looking at because, right? You know, but we but we gonna see. You know, especially if we knowing that these other teams are vision, namely the Vikings mm-hmm. and the Packers, is doing stuff, and we supposed to be better than both of them. Right? They better be. Okay. They're the type to overlook that and be like, nah, we alright. Yeah. Okay. I can see. <laughs> yeah, okay. I can definitely see that with the Bears, man. And uh, moving on to some more NFL news, but uh, this is in regards to Seattle Seahawks head coach Pete Carroll, who was calling out um, other coaches and owners to speak out more on um, social justice. So we're going to play this clip for you guys, and then um, we can briefly touch on this and give our take on um, how we feel about what he said. It, it never was okay. It's just know, now that we see so vividly what is going on, we have to get it stopped now. So I hope, I hope somebody's listening. We have to create the change. We got to be the change to get that done. And coaches, let's let's let us be the ones leading your communities. We're in communities everywhere across this country. We're all over the place in all the different sports. Hear me. Let's go. Let's get this done. It, it never was okay. Okay, so, um, you know, shout shout out to Pete Carroll for you know speaking out. Um, usually, you typically really don't get a lot of um, NFL head coaches who are pretty much predominantly white when you really look at it. The high percentage um, that really speak out on the social injustice that goes on in this world today, right? And um, I think the only thing that, like, I'm really bothered by his statement is him saying that, like, now that they're actually seeing it, you've been seeing it. You've just been turning your back on it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And you also, and again, shout out to you for speaking out, but I, I think more so, like, you really had the opportunity to really change the game when you brought in Colin Kaepernick for a tryout. And you could have signed him. So it's like, you really could have started somewhere. Y'all, y'all see what's going on. Y'all see what black people are talking about. Y'all saw what um, Colin Kaepernick was taking a knee and trying to make y'all aware of. But you completely wanted to ignore it and put the focus on something else that had nothing to do with what he was trying to present and open your eyes to seeing. He said it several times, what it was. People was like, nah, we think it's something else. And that's what we're going to push. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, 
my whole thing, my whole thing with him is I, I, as a white guy, you know how I. <laughs> I Really? That's how we started? I mean, we got to start like that. As a white guy. <laughs> okay. As a white guy. And nothing against Pete. The only thing against Pete Carroll, I said earlier, is the fact that they chose not to give Beast Mode the, uh, the ball in their last play. So they feel enough. Right. I'm sure he's still feeling that. Yeah. But I think that has something to do with the powers that be. Anyway, as a white guy, you know, our issues affect them differently. Yeah. So I feel like a big part of the reason, too, why a lot of white people... Who maybe are maybe do care, you know mm-hmm. how much they do care. Don't say stuff when we think they should say stuff. Is because mm-hmm. after that, they now have that spotlight on. Not just yeah. the spotlight, but the spotlight from us will like, oh well, now we know that you're aware. So now you got to do something, yeah. right? Now you got to do something from here on out. So now that he says something, like I'm sure he's been aware. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. didn't say nothing before. He probably was not prepared to do whatever. So now that he says something, we got to see what he's going to do. Right. right. That, yeah. It's going to be that. Really, yeah. He kind of put himself out there now. Yeah. It's going to so be that. So he can't say this. Yeah. And then yeah. not do nothing else. Because he spoke out on it. And then, of course, um, and I'm pretty sure you saw as well um, the statement that the Ravens had put out as well. I want to say oh, probably okay. like a week or so ago. They put out a statement, you know, in regards to what's been going on. Um, of course, with Breonna Taylor. Mm-hmm. I've seen the notification for that. I still get the notifications yeah. so, on the Ravens um, page. I, they, they spoke out on it, so shout out to them as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I commend him on that, but will a lot of white head coaches or owners speak out on it? Mm. Did Mike Tomlin speak out on it? So yeah, yeah, actually oh, he did. did. Okay, yeah. but you know, Mike Tomlin is black, right? No, so. that's why I had to ask. Like, was it just yeah. like because he's a part? Of, you know, the NFL been really quiet, so I yeah. don't know if he did speak out. Yeah, no, you. Um, okay. Mike Tomlin definitely spoke out on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see as the as the scene as the season, excuse me, um, begins, mm-hmm. uh, which is actually in two weeks. So. You know, it's so interesting. Nobody usually people talk about football around this time. It's not actually sooner. Um, mm-hmm. Nobody, well, at least on my timeline, I haven't really mentioned anything about the NFL. Yeah, nobody. I, I don't really think that anyone's really looking forward to the NFL season. I'm usually hype around this time for NFL season, but yeah. I'm not really. Um, uh, with it, it's like okay. I mean, I, our first game is against the Giants. I mean, yes, I will watch it, but I'm just not. I'm not as thrilled as I usually am when the season comes around. Um, I think a lot of people kind of still have a little bit of doubt that it is going to even like happen. Yeah, that too. too. Yeah, because I know, I know. With me, I'm looking at like, all right, you know, I still got skepticism that it's going to go according to the way that we think it's going to go. Mm -hmm. Right. I definitely agree, man. Um, Moving on to some NBA news, so. Of course, uh, with the shooting that took place um, last week uh, in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. um, NBA playoffs are still going on, mm-hmm. and it caught everyone by surprise um, when the Milwaukee Bucks and the Orlando Magic mm-hmm. decided to boycott their game. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, with Milwaukee, where it, 
where it took place. It was probably about like maybe 40 miles or so yeah, from where they're at. But it's just, it's almost like that's their backyard. You know, that kind of hits close to home. Mm -hmm. um, so they decided to boycott. And then, of course, other NBA teams followed suit. But it kind of, like, it seems that I, I don't want to use the word friction, but it seems as though the narrative that was painted with LeBron James, that there was some friction that was involved, right? Because it started out with the Clippers and the Lakers saying that, you know, they're not playing for, the rest, not playing for the rest of the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And then you have other teams who were like, you know, we can continue. But, but look, but check this out. Check it. Check this mm -hmm. out. Because my, you know, my ear be to these streets, you know. Okay. And, and, and the streets have something to say about that. That's something okay. to say. Okay. All right. All right. So, let's, That's something to say. matter of fact, if this is if this is actually geared for Shop Talk, we can actually save that for Shop Talk. And we can we can really dissect oh, yeah, how yeah, everything yeah. was going in. So, yeah. we'll we'll definitely touch on that. But we can we can talk about the games that's been going on. We can definitely talk about the games. Um, so you know I'm here for all of that. You know what? I, oh, I Bob, before you even mention that, there was a lot of backlash with LeBron James. He got a lot of heat. Yeah, you know where he got it from or who he got it from. Oh yeah, of course. Okay. So yeah, we definitely we'll going to touch, touch on, on that. that. Okay. Um, but especially that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, shout out to the Lakers. But I really like not even shout out to the Lakers. I really want to give a big ups to the Portland Trailblazers. Um, Dame Lillard, I feel as though like. He gets more heat than a lot of credit because the man really be going out there and putting forth 110% um, on the floor and really trying to uh, carry that Portland Trailblazers team to NBA Finals appearance, if that, you know. Um, we we all know how sometimes if you don't really have the right supporting cast, but to, to me it seems as though he has that supporting cast. You just probably really need like the right coaching staff to – like get y'all together, mm -hmm. right? But they really put up a fight against um, the Lakers. I will say that um, they had some injuries towards. Yeah, the they definitely too. had they, some injuries. The main player, their best player, right, didn't play in the last game, and they mm -hmm. lost by eight. It was close. It was back and yeah. forth a lot. It was definitely back game. and forth. But you know what? Big shout out to not only CJ, but I really just have to. I really have to. Um, I don't even want to say hats off because I don't know why a lot of folks really had him written up. They had doubters and they say, but Melo really proved that he still has a lot left in him. Um, we we saw we saw the old Melo coming out during this series against the Lakers and especially up against LeBron. Like I seen him do some damage against LeBron when LeBron was watching him one on one. I seen him do damage against Anthony Davis, who was in defensive uh player of the year running talks. The runner up. The runner up. So I mean, we really saw a different mellow. So I, I definitely commend them on that. Um now they're just awaiting the winner of which I'm not going to yeah. lie, I'm really surprised that this series went seven games between OKC and Houston. I don't know if anybody really expected that series to go seven games. You know who didn't expect that series to go seven games? Houston. Houston? Yeah. 
Houston. I definitely agree with you on that. Put it to you like this. Let me let me give you the rundown, Leah, because I know you look you look interested, and I know you might not know fully what's going on. So let's just say, all right, right? break it down. <laughs> you know, Chris Paul used to play for the Rockets, all right, with James Harden. All right. They traded him to OKC for Russell Westbrook. Those at the time, those were the two, the present and former MVP from the year before, teamed them up together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, part of it was because. Um, I guess they lost twice to the Warriors with Chris Paul and James Harden. And uh, Chris Paul's getting a lot of money. So they was just like, all right, maybe this isn't working. We might be able to work it out if we just pretty much switch Chris Paul with Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook's team, now mind you, after KD left, he had a couple superstars run through with him. He had Melo there with him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He had Paul George there with him. It didn't work out either time. So when they switched it, Everybody left. You know, Paul George left. He's a Clipper now. Melo, he's in Portland now. Uh, they pretty much sent Chris Paul there to die. That's what people was like, damn, yeah. this, this is how his career is going to end up. Mm-hmm. And then you got two MVPs playing together. So you're like, okay, this team might be able to go far. This is the first season that these teams played. They had the exact same record. Now, on paper, you might think they're supposed to be. You might think they're equal. Not supposed to be equal. The Rockets should not have the same record as them, mm-hmm. and they shouldn't have the same. One way or the other, either the Rockets should have won more games, or OKC should have won less games. So the fact that Chris Paul even the score, literally, because now they had to see each other in the playoffs, which is like as fate would have it, right? And now it's going into Game Seven, which means he very well could eliminate them with this underwhelming team, and they got two MVPs. Wow! And if he does. They're going to lose to the Lakers in the next round. Right. Okay. It's going to be a good series because Chris Paul is a hooper. He yeah. just, he just yeah. hoops. He puts his all into everything. But it's going to be it's gonna be pretty mm-hmm. It's gonna be pretty funny to look at the Rockets like, damn, y'all gave him up and he just beat y'all. Right. So, and y'all got okay. two MVPs. Yeah. Yeah. So we're looking we'll forward to this game seven. So okay. we will definitely, we will definitely uh, be looking forward to that. And also, too, um, waiting to, to see who closes out with the – Denver and Utah series. Right. And let me just say, Jamal Murray, Donovan Mitchell, just know that's the future of the NBA down the stretch. They said I just that's need like, y'all to know. I just need y'all to know that. For all my for all my Dragon Ball Z people out there, they said it's like Go Ten versus Trunks. Who are you like taking those? that? That's that's that I'm a, I'm a Dragon Ball. People okay. don't know that I'm a Dragon Ball Z okay. fan. Needs to run home from school to watch it. <laughs> I don't know. They was pretty equal. They were. It was pretty, and this is pretty. Equal. I think they three yeah. and three. Like they both, they both yeah. got like I would have a to couple get fifty point games. And yeah, I would have to I get an extra trunks though if I had to choose. Is he a year older? You know what I'm saying? He got Maybe. that Vegeta, you know. But go team got that Goku in him, and Goku him. How many times Goku him? What Vegeta? He didn't surpass. Vegeta never gave time. up though. I mean, I honestly been trying to get. Listen, I never saying. really watched it. Listen, really? that's oh, the most yeah. honorable. He's the most honorable saying, the most prideful saying. Vegeta, absolutely. He's the most prideful saying. Most he was honorable. like, "Hell no, Goku got this before me." He eventually getting, got it though. Kept getting, mm-hmm. kept getting. By the time he got it though, Goku was already. Well, he was like seven, seven three or something. Like, <laughs> he's like, hey, we even, we even. It was not even. I love his spirit. So though. I mean, we gonna see though because we looking okay. forward to that game seven. We don't know yeah. who's gonna yeah. do what, and we gonna it's gonna be crazy. Okay, it definitely is. Okay. And then um, Clippers they finally closed out their series yeah, they against Dallas. They closed it out. Um, 
I will say this. I believe that series could have went seven games if Porzingis wasn't injured. I will say that. It did. What it went six? It was six. It went six. And went six. Um, Go ahead. Is it too early to see what like prediction of who will be in the finals? I mean, people have been predicting that. Yeah, they've been predicting that at the start of the season. It ain't too early. You know, you know what my prediction. I mean, obviously, like (laughs) I'm a Lakers fan, so of course I want to see my Lakers in the finals. Okay. Um, but the prediction is Lakers, Clippers, Western Conference Finals. What's gonna happen after that? I don't, I don't, I don't know who's gonna win that just yet. Cause we, cause when I'm watching the playoffs, right? This is what I watch for. Mm -hmm. We can see which teams have which players, right? But it's Mm -hmm. not so much about. You know what we know that they're capable of doing as much as it's about what we see them doing in that particular series right and a lot of times that stuff carries over because you know it's all about the matchup Mm -hmm. i like to see competitive rounds every round because i know the next round could be more competitive and i feel like if you already came from a dog fight you're gonna be prepared for that too that's just like uh portland when they made it to the playoff they they won that first game because they just came off the super momentum but I can't call that serious. Even in the even in the East right now, like with Giannis and Miami, Miami and Boston yeah, and Toronto, I I, with those last four teams left in the East, mm-hmm. I don't know which one is going to be in the, in the yeah. East. Yeah, really, it's be interesting. I really don't know. Yeah, yeah I know for a fact though in the West, it's going to be LA versus LA. But okay. and and the the second round is going to be it's going to be fun. But it's you remember this is what I always say: you got to win four games. Mm-hmm. So okay. even if a team is good enough to beat a team once or twice, mm-hmm. the objective is to beat them four times. Okay. Right. And you can see how they play, like the things that they have to do to win. Sometimes it's on a better team on how many, like, you can be like, all right, it's going to go six because a couple nights we're not going to be able to get it together and they're going to get the best of yeah. us. Mm-hmm. But the four nights that it's going to matter, we're going we to be able to pull four out of those seven games before y'all do. So yeah. Lakers Clippers taking your by yourself. Lakers Clippers taking my bias out. Taking your bias out. Can't yeah. take my bias out. You have to. Can't. That's like you. You really a fan of a team, but you know they trash. But I mean, not saying we're not saying we have seen nah, this case, but no, like um, taking your bias out. Like, who nah, taking my bias out. I could really see that series going seven games, and okay. um, realistically, Lakers winning the seventh game. Um, I've seen them during the regular season. I know what both teams are capable of. Um, when it comes to Clippers, they have a better bench than the Lakers do. Okay. I will say that. Um, but again, I feel as though that the Lakers, they they can beat them. Like, the Clippers they are beatable. You know, the Clippers okay. are beatable. It's just all about how you go out there and have that mentality to um, stop them. So you I, wouldn't be surprised if Clippers took it? Nah, okay. I wouldn't. Okay. Like, I wouldn't be surprised at all. But I think I think that I, I think the narrative is like okay because we we've seen what Kawhi has been doing since coming into the league right mm-hmm. wins a final uh, wins the finals with the Spurs then uh, you know he has his injury and then gets shipped off to Toronto gets to Toronto takes them to the finals wins yes. finals MVP you know so then she you do the, the winning part right <laughs> does the one year there. And then free agency comes, shakes the whole world, decides I'm going to go to the Clippers. Yeah. So now he's like, all right, the narrative is, okay, can this guy carry the Clippers team 
to the finals and bring home their first NBA finals championship. So if he does that, if he does that, he just did it. He did just do it. So if he does it again, so right? That, that, that will be crazy. That will be crazy. But we want to see. Yeah, we like. We definitely. So you got see. Lakers to see? Nah, I'm to, for me to be completely unbiased. Yeah, it's it's still hard to tell. Okay. Like like honestly, this this might be one of those games that it could very well come down to the fourth quarter in game seven. Mm-hmm. Between yeah, them. yeah. And at that point, you have to be watching that game to see. Like it's like you know how in Vegas the odds be changing like every minute. It'll yeah. be one of those type of games yeah. because they both well equipped to play to play each other. Yep. You know, like well equipped and but like I said, you know, it's about match. It's about how the matchups play against each other. Mm-hmm. It's about how they plan in that moment. Like it's literally gonna come down to who wants it more. And yeah. we know we know what they like. Ant Davis is probably one of the most skilled people in the NBA right now. You know, Brian is very seasoned. He's not new to this. Right. Kawhi Leonard is a killer. You know. Mm-hmm. Lou Will is a bucket. Paul George, if you bring it out of him, he can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so we gonna have, we just gonna have to see. And I think so I'm I, looking forward to it. And I think I think once um, we get Rajon Rondo back, uh, we'll Rondo. see we'll see like more him. of him at the point like instead of LeBron. So I think we'll see a different Bron coming out um, in his respectful position. So we 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 definitely gonna see and. Like C said, it's it's extremely hard now to really call who's going to come out in the East because beforehand everyone was calling it to be the Bucks in the finals. But I think during this round, the Bucks have met their match because the Heat, they're not a slouch. Yeah. So we really going to see. But you know, all eyes is on LeBron right now because what's his record for the finals? And, they, you know, they compare him and Jordan all the time. Uh, wins to losses. Three, three, three wins, six losses. Yeah. Three Even six. if he did it before, it's still going to be below 50%. Still going to be right. Below. So, <laughs> he really going to foul already. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's, 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 eyes, it's eyes on him because it's always eyes uh, on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the eyes ain't, it ain't, it ain't only eyes on him how it used to be. Right. It ain't, it ain't like he's, he's still one of the best players in the league, but now he's just one of the best players in the league and not the best player in the league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's eyes yeah. on him, it's eyes on Kawhi, it's yeah. eyes on AD, it's yeah. eyes on Giannis. Right. It might be more eyes on Giannis than anybody. Yeah. I say the eyes in a negative sense because I think a lot of people, they just don't like LeBron on the court. Great guy, but a lot of people like rooting against him. You yeah, know, a lot of, a lot of, decisions, a lot of said, decisions he's made throughout his career have mm-hmm. afforded people to, mm-hmm. yeah. to root against you. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, Moving on to some news, mm-hmm. as we always present to you guys, Breonna Taylor's killers are still at hand, um, so we definitely need justice for that. But um, here's something that's wild and crazy, and I kind of want to give him a whose man is this for later on. But um, we call him a murderer, Derek uh, Chauvin, the former cop who killed George Floyd, had mm-hmm. really had the audacity to ask a judge for his case to be dismissed. See what I'm saying? Did <laughs> he? See what I'm saying? What was the okay? Your Honor, can I please whoop his ass? Y'all didn't Seriously. even say like like what I um, or something. So he said dismissed. Yeah, I you really jumped the gun there, buddy. Wow, boy, this is what's wrong with white America. This <laughs> wow. is really what's wrong with white America. I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm thinking nobody still got eyes on him. We see you, we right? See you, yeah. boy. You're not yeah. slick, on, man. But, but if um, they really granted that, that would be well. That would, that would be surprising. <laughs> I'm telling you. But for the fact that this case is moving like turtle slow. Yeah. Yeah. We knew that. We expected that. Right. Yeah. That's why you definitely got expected it. Mm-hmm. Definitely expected it. But what we did not expect over the weekend, um, 
I, I just want to say 2020 has really been an emotional roller coaster. More so emotional and just like overwhelming, okay? Yeah. Especially for the black community, mm-hmm. all right? I understand um, the, the black people we've lost, uh, touch others, you know, other race out there, but for the black community, man, it, it, it it's really heavy, you know, from, from Kobe, when Nick passed, I, I, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. And then, of course, we, we ha- now have more. Um, starting Friday night, I don't think anyone really expect expected their phones to be going off the way they did when news reported that Chadwick Boseman had passed away. I thought it was a hoax when I first I came across and I seen this one lone article that said he passed. I'm like... Uh-uh. I, and I had to Google it. And when I seen all the other ones, I was like, yeah. Yeah, when I saw, I, I saw it in the one group um, chat. And then when I saw it in ours, because I had dozed off. Mm-hmm. And um, I had woke up. And I'm like, what? Like, seriously? Yeah. And then when you hear what he died from, it, um, he was diagnosed with colon cancer four years ago. Something that we really have to, you know, really, especially in the black community, it, especially for men, we really have to take our health extremely serious, right? Of course, you know, for women, breast cancer, everything, you name it. Um, But I just feel as though, like, when it comes to cancer and whatnot, it's almost as if, like, African-Americans are more so affected by it. Um, But make sure you get your colon checked. And just in general, just Just your physical. Like, and get angry with me, you guys, for some, have insurance. Yeah, take advantage. advantage Like, really, really take advantage to just make sure everything is good from your vision. Everything. Like, everything. Just please. um, Because no one really knew. I mean, when you really think about it, when we saw pics of Chadwick probably a few months ago or so, he was looking, you know, really skinny. And And people made fun of him. Yeah, people made fun of him. And for me, I. I, to me, I thought it was just like maybe he's getting ready for. They put a that role out there like the that movie. story because I really think. And shout out to his to his circle. Yeah, nobody yeah. No one knew. No at one all. ever knew. Like not one person. Like, you for know, they got four real years. Ones. Like for four years, yeah. they they really kept that. And for him, for four years, I mean, dating back to we all saw his roles and what he did. Going back to his phenomenal um, role playing Jackie Robinson in 42 back in, what was that, 2013. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, he played the role of um, James Brown in Get On Up. Uh, And then, of course, Thurgood Marshall. Yeah, Thurgood Marshall. And then carrying over into the Marvel realm, Mm -hmm. being the lead role of Black Panther. I mean... King T'Challa. Yeah, 21 Bridges. Yeah, 21 Bridges. Stuff, yeah. Uh, and then the, the Spike Lee film that the, dropped on Netflix, The Five, Five Bloods. Bloods. Yeah. So, I mean, for him, again, the, he was diagnosed with this four years ago. So, you got to really think. Four years ago is when he was really getting into character with um, Black Panther, mm-hmm. right? And Iron Man and Civil War. Yeah. So, during that time span, 2016 of Civil War and then preparing for... Avengers, mm-hmm. then preparing for Black Panther, and then your other movies outside of Marvel. I mean, the man was really giving us his all. He put 150% in while 
visiting kids with cancer. Right. You know, he's going through his own struggle with that. Like, that's yeah. amazing. And it's crazy because when we really look at certain pictures dating back to even after when, um, when Black Panther made history, uh, and you see the pics afterwards and we you know we all left and i was even one of them when you see certain pics and he's always constantly throwing up the wakanda forever he actually like, like, he was tired of doing it though. i think he, he was over that. it yeah he was yeah over he probably it. really was it was yeah. mixed of that but then also too just him battling with that mm-hmm. you know um i mean i don't want to keep talking about what what did how did you guys feel about that? I, I mean, personally, I just want to. I haven't watched Black oh. Panther again ever since, so I don't even know how I'm gonna be able to watch it. Well, I, people, I think I don't know if we talked about this last year. I didn't like that Black Panther. It was probably one of my least favorite of the MCU personally. But no, not surprised. Um, you're not <laughs> in, surprised. In, in typically a fashion. Why? Like I just. I, I feel like I have to, I always have the um, not always but sometimes have the unpopular opinions and that's okay um, I just I wasn't really a fan like, of it I just feel like it's on purpose sometimes <laughs> no, <laughs> no I just you no I don't so I, I think don't the right. it, it really wasn't on purpose that I fell asleep I fell asleep on it and I didn't care for a second one so just not in comparison to some of the, some of the other Marvel ones it just wasn't that great I didn't like the writing so shout out to what's his name the yeah, okay. what's, his, what's his name who did it, the it, it don't, it whatever? Don't, it don't. <laughs> I just wasn't a fan of it, but nonetheless, and nothing, not so much about the movie, but just the actor himself. Um, I've seen a lot of posts that came up and saying, "Can we replace with, you know, keep Black Panther alive and replace him with another black actor?" And some people were saying no, and some people said yes, and I said, "Not take away nothing from the late great Chadwick, but." Black Panther can continue, yes. The the character didn't die. The actor did. And I feel like we have 50,000 Supermans, 50,000 Batmans, 50,000 Jokers. Mm-hmm. Why can't Black Panther go on and they can continue to be Black Panther too? And I also didn't like, I don't know if you guys seen this. This is so weird. Like they had the kids that had their action figures around with the Black Panther laying down. They're doing what kind I didn't like that. I thought these parents was really just doing that for clout, and I didn't like that they were telling these kids that Black Panther died. And all right, let's you know put the action figures together and say you know cry and let me take a snap to pick. Like I thought that was not cool at all. I thought that was as corny, and I think parents was doing way too much um, using their kids for attention. This whole attention thing of social media, we just got it. We just got to stop. Like we're just doing too much. But yeah, so my take yeah, on that. I kind of did see those pics floating around. Like the I, kids did not come up with that on their own. The parents obviously yeah, I don't put them think up to that. Was, I don't think it was very authentic at all. No. Um, in my opinion. Certain things when I do see that, when I see like, um, you could just tell it's, it's scripted when it when it comes from parents. And and again, I, I think for some, um, it's just looking for that quick second of clout. You know, a man's death, and then you have your kids be like right. their actor. I mean, not actor, their character died. Um, mm-hmm. You know, superhero died now because you want to get a couple likes. I yeah. thought that wasn't cool. Now, some of the parents who had their like kids in like the costumes and this, I thought that was that was with good taste. Mm-hmm. But the other, the kids cry. I just, I didn't, I didn't like that too much. So that was. Can you, you guys think that they can replace the role or give it to another, give the role to another black actor? Um, well, before I say anything about that, okay, let me, let me, let me bring this back to Chadwick. Okay. Cause we kind of just drifted Sorry, away a little bit. Um, the man was a real life superhero. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. Like real life superhero doing everything that he did do. 
and being that sick. You know he did his own stunts. No, I didn't know I, that. I didn't. The so that's a fun fact. Yeah, I didn't so, so know. Of course, like if it was too too dangerous, they always had with it. But for the majority, he did his own stunts and he was doing all of that stuff. And I also heard that um, because he knew that his cancer could have been like you know progressing. That's why he was like pumping out as much stuff as he could because he was just like you know, um, he was living in his purpose. He was living in something greater than what he even thought to be his purpose, which to us mm-hmm. is still his purpose. Right. So he um he fulfilled his he fulfilled his he had a life, man, and um for what his role as the Black Panther meant to uh, so many people, you know what I'm saying. I'm sure he died with a full heart, mm-hmm. you know, and uh. I know I was just thinking back on some of the scenes and stuff that he had to do in certain movies. Like, he had to actually have scenes where he died. And, you know, imagine having to act out that scene, knowing that that could be your reality. Right, you know, because his, right. character, his character died in Five Bloods. You know, the the, uh, the Black Panther died in the, uh, yeah. in the Avengers. You know what I'm saying? He came back, but uh, a lot more stuff is symbolic. Because me, I watched Black Panther as soon as I found out. Like it, I was, I was, um, I it came across the group chat, and mm-hmm. when I seen it, I clicked right on the link. It took me right to Twitter, you know. Shout out to Twitter, right? Straight to his page though, and they tweeted it from his page. So I immediately was like, "This got to be true." Like this, his people from his own page, and mm-hmm. uh, and it was just, it was oh, just so put, crazy put to me. Put a point on that Twitter. He had that his post had the most likes. Yeah, ever, yeah, ever, ever. 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 Mm-hmm. Twitter history. That's that's yeah. that's impact. That's what yeah. I had to say. That's right. impact. And, uh, and you know, I I do want to say I feel like I feel like he got like his flowers while he was alive too. A lot yeah, of people definitely. gave him a lot yes. of his credit for everything that he that he had done and all yeah, that too. Yeah. And, uh, and it was just wild though, because uh, it has been like a wild twenty twenty, even yeah. even starting from last year. And then you look at certain people that did pass away and how they passed away, and it was just like. Uh, you know, even starting with Nipsey, he got killed. You know, he got shot. Kobe Bryant, you know, freak accident, helicopter crash, and then him sick. It was like any way that people can go, mm-hmm. you seeing like monumental people go. Right. So it's just showing you know how mortal people actually are. Mm-hmm. And I just you know I seen a lot of people that was just like man, you know, you you don't even expect that. And mm-hmm. I I was actually kind of glad. I mean, well, of course I was glad that nobody from his camp leaked everything. Right. Yeah. I just know for the kind of life that he lives and the kind of society that we are in nowadays, mm-hmm. it was better for his last days to be like how they were with nobody really knowing. Right. Because yeah. you know, it's it's no telling how everything would have been so much different for him. And he yeah, because that that constantly like if you're going on talk shows and everything, that's constantly going yeah, to be, be the topic, topic yeah, every yeah. single time. And yeah. then, for him, I know that would be draining. You know, yeah, like, I don't want to keep talking about you know, it was it was bad enough that every time somebody saw him, Wakanda forever, he got thrown up. Like, I right, do you bro, guys like, personally I... know anybody with cancer? Um, um not, could... well, not anymore. Mm. I've known, I've known, I've known a few people that beat it. You know, yeah. shouts out to them, and, yeah. uh, and I know I know a few people that passed away from it too. I know yeah, three I know. people personally with it, and or had it, or two that passed, one didn't, and I can tell you, there's something they just don't want to talk about. Yeah, very yeah, private yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. So I definitely understand why that's something he didn't want to, especially right. being in the media. Yeah, you don't want to talk about that. Just kind of, definitely. just want to keep going and living as if you're okay. Well, what Favorite teachers of all time, like probably my favorite teacher, my sixth grade teacher. Uh, his son died from cancer. Damn. 
like when we, I want to say right at the beginning of my sixth grade year. Yeah. And his son was like, if I was like 11 at the time, his son probably was like seven, mm-hmm. you know? So I was just like, you know, just imagine that, you know, as a as a father, you're losing your seven-year-old son to, yeah. to cancer like this. Crazy. So it was, at, even at that young age, you know, I knew how serious something like that could be because he still came back and talked. Like he was going for a few months, but when he mm-hmm. came back and talked, like even us as a class, he always says that we're like his favorite class ever because we helped him uh, deal with like the death of his son. He was mm-hmm. like, it was almost like a whole, you got a whole classroom full of like new children of yours now. Yeah. You know, once you, and you know, still forever grateful for him and all of that. And to even know that we had that kind of effect, it makes you take a whole lot of stuff more seriously. So, right. you know, rest in peace to the Black Panther. The- mm-hmm. Definitely, man. Um, but to also answer your question, easily. The, the Black Panther character is going to be replaced. You can't replace Chadwick. Like, I don't see. Like, I don't know who they're going to cast for the role, but I know they're probably they're going to cast somebody for the role. You know, um, I just don't know who it's going to be. I don't know how well of a job they may try to do because I feel like they'll try to put apply a lot of pressure on themselves to really try to be what. Chadwick was yeah. as Black Panther, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I mean, we'll see. We will see. Um, I mean, of course, the character is still gonna be there, but even where the Marvel universe is now, I don't even. I mean, it's a chance they won't, just because you know we've seen Endgame. Everybody's seen it. You seen yeah. Endgame? Did you fall asleep? I don't know. Do- do- Come on now, Endgame and Black Panther, you can't compare the two. Okay. Or or what's the one that came before that? Infinity War? Okay. Yeah, Infinity War. You can't War. compare that one to Black Panther either. I know a lot, a lot of people. I think they were better, Black Panther's better than both of those? I mean, you fell asleep. It's not like you would know. But Be real. Which movies is better? Which ones was better? Avengers um, or Black Panther? I rock with Black Panther. I, I actually like... I'm not even going front. I believe I liked Infinity War better, better than, than Endgame, right? better than Endgame. Hey. I did yeah. too. I agree with that. Yeah. But you like Black Panther over both of those? Nah. Not okay. over not over both of them, but I do like Black Panther. I wouldn't say that's like one of my least favorite um, Marvel movies though. Oh, I wouldn't yeah, say that as far as I did, but we it's clear yeah. that Avengers is better than Black Panther. Yeah. Okay. One of them. Alright, well. One of them. But but um aside from that though, mm-hmm. you know. I don't, know if they, I don't know if they started filming some of Black Panther 2 already. Uh, yeah, I was wondering that. I, they might have. So, ain't no telling if they would try to, like, you know, must up as much as they got from that to try to make something or whatever because it's still a chance that, uh, you know, he, it could just go a separate way. Like, you know, there, there is no more Tony Stark. There is no more mm-hmm. Captain America. It could yeah. be no more Black Panther. And it's, you know how Marvel does. Like, mm-hmm. every, every so often they kind of either restart something or whatever, like yeah. how they did with the X-Men and all of that stuff. So it's a chance it could happen like that. Just especially I think people now. will be okay yeah, though. If we're not a Black Panther too, I think we'll be okay. Because yeah, I'll definitely way, be okay. But the way Endgame ended, I feel as though if they do decide to do another Captain America, I feel like we'll get a Black Captain America. Yeah, it's going to be that. How that was in the comic. Yeah, hmm? yeah, yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah, so I, that, I think more so they're going to start gearing their f- focus towards like having Black, um, Black superheroes. Well, like, I as hear a face. that. I learned this today that. Because mind you, I'm not reading like the comic books. What I've learned, Black Panther has a whole other story. Like he 
you know, travels to America. He spends a lot of time there. He meets the Fantastic right. Four. He fights Doctor Doom. He marries Storm. Right. Who knew all this? So like, they, I definitely did. I didn't know that either. Yeah, so. I know. It's a lot of his story where his sister like came in and she was like. Uh, 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 a hero too. Yeah. So they could, they could, they some could some women route. were saying like they could just make her, you know. Yeah. Black I ain't front. Just I, like I, in the comics. Yeah. I, I, I kind of low key just want to cop a lot of these comics just so I can really crazy. just like sit back and read them and, and know the the history. The of real comics look interesting. Yeah, yeah, I used to read yeah. the joints as a kid and watch yeah. the watch the cartoons and stuff too. So I I still remember a lot of this stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, they they could very well go that way. I know a lot of people would, you know. If they did try to make something out of Black Panther two, yeah. whatever they have already filmed, if they already got it filmed or whatever, yeah, uh, I'm sure a lot of people would probably like to see like you know him in action one last time or something, right, and then right. however they try to you know you know dissipate it. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that's how it would probably go. I don't think they'll just keep with the same storyline and just add yeah, a different. No, yeah, I, I don't think they would do that. This is a side sidebar though, but kind of re- related to what we're talking about. You know, we said back in April when he posted the video, and mind you, he had a very positive message, and people were saying, like, oh, is he on drugs? Is that in the third? And people made fun of that. Mm-hmm. Why do people I'm make fun of even people that. that's on drugs, though? Like, oh, that's still a, 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 a illness as well for, right. for people um, who are in addiction. So I think people, that's not cool either. When I mm-hmm. really, because I read one post that this guy was like, oh, we didn't know he had cancer. We thought he was on drugs, and I made fun of him. I'm like, but that's not okay. Right. You know, and I work in addictions too. So I see yeah. how it affects. You know, individuals it affects families. It's 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 you never really know yeah. what's going on you with don't someone. Know what's going on. Um, and I I know for the longest, I know for many years. I mean, prime example, um, we always used to say like, why did Lil Kim keep getting all those procedures done to her face? Like yeah. she looks so good, and then we talk about like, damn, she looked bad now. But it's just a simple fact. When you go back to it, it's just like because of the physical abuse that she took to her face. As to yeah, why she low, psychologically too the trauma yeah. the low self esteem like people y'all we don't really know what people are going through and their silent struggles that right. they have we really got to be kinder mm-hmm. I realize like today in society we lack a lot of empathy which people again people don't know what empathy is we don't we lack tweeted compa- something about empathy hmm, you did I did yeah uh, what did what did you tweet about what did I just say? said we could all use a lesson in empathy you know what I'm saying but as for now. People should start to live more in their purpose and live in love. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's cool. Yeah. Don't try to quote it. I'm not going to quote it, mess it up. but that was, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> but that was good, though. I did like that. I did. And um, I think we lack compassion as a society. Yeah. You know, so um, this just made people see, I guess, open their eyes a little bit to just being more compassionate, mm-hmm. showing love, you know? Like, you don't you don't know what people are going through. You never, you never right. know what people are going through. Yeah. So... Be kind to, to people. Yeah, I try to. I try to really do the best I can to like really reach out to people um, and just see how they're doing, like mentally. How are you? You yeah. know, like everything yeah. okay. Especially nowadays. It's yeah. Rough out here, so yeah. rest in peace. Definitely, man. But moving on to more sad news, um, because right after that, um, it was another death over the not even over the weekend. It actually took place on Monday. Um, Hall of Fame coach John Thompson Senior passed away. Um, he was a former Georgetown Hoyas coach who became the first African-American head coach to win a major collegiate championship in basketball. He was also inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2006 and was also a two-time NBA champ with the Celtics. Now, the cause of the death death right now is still unknown, but I mean, he was 78, 78 years, years old, old and know. like just gone just like that and I mean really think about it the impact that he had as you know as a coach as a father um 
I mean, prime example, he really saved Allen Averson's life, you know, because... I watched that speech. Yeah, as you know, as, as you remember, yeah, as you remember that, like, coming out of high school, Allen Averson was highly recruited, you know, as a football athlete as well as a basketball <laughs> athlete. I was about to say, he was more recruited in football than he was in basketball. You know, and... Now he's um, a basketball Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. and um, there was an incident that took place to where Allen Averson had to serve some time, and of course... When you do that, those colleges no longer have interest. And then he ended up at Georgetown. His mom begged my man's John Thompson mm -hmm. to let my boy play here. And he took the chance on him. Yeah. And the rest of his labor. The rest was history. Mm -hmm. Him being pretty much almost like a, a father figure while he's at Georgetown. AI became the number one overall pick to the Philadelphia 76ers. And I mean, you know his history and the rep, like the yeah. impact that he had in the league, you know, not only as a player, but just like his demeanor, you know, his swag. Mm -hmm. He brought a whole different swag to the league that everybody just started to emulate, you know, and even having commercials made. I, yeah. But man, just and rest in peace. Yeah. It was John Thompson affected. He, he, you know, uh, he had an impact on players. He didn't even coach. Like, mm -hmm. lots of players. Like, he, yeah. had, he had Kevin Garnett in tears talking to him because just how relatable he was, you know, as a black coach, mm -hmm. as a black man, the things that he knew, the way that he mentored people and stuff. Right. And a lot of the superstars that we know, they never he never even coached them, but he still had relationships with them, a lot of the analysts and stuff. So mm -hmm. the sports world was impacted deeply yeah. with him. It was people that played for, like, rival schools and schools that was just like, man, I, I looked at him like that. And, like, I'm, I'm hurting right now. They was, they was you know writing speeches and poems and stuff like that dedicated to him and they're still talking about it to this day on everybody's giving him his, his just doing stuff so rest in peace so another legend i know right. i know a couple people that knew him personally too even on like a lower level we know we know professional basketball players and people that's on in sports media and stuff that know him and i know just like regular people that also knew him and he yeah. impacted them too so he's a like a, a true basketball legend all the way yeah. down to the black top courts it's tough, man. It's tough. Um, and moving on to some entertainment. Uh, so this Thanksgiving, you know, we can get ready for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Their 30th anniversary special will be coming to HBO Max. So if you don't have HBO Max and you cool with someone who may have that account, make sure you get their login you information. Really like that, um, HBO Max. Because I, I will that. definitely, I'm, I'm that person that uh, has a friend's login information. So shout out to that person because I'll definitely be tuned in for that. Um, first things first, though, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. For real. You know, and um, only thing is, you know, which, which on Viv will they have come back for this? They can't have the one that... The light skin one? Are we gonna have light skin or dark skin? Dark skin is coming back. Who dark skin was my favorite. That was my favorite. But then dark she skin was the best. She definitely not coming back. Her and Will don't get along. Yeah, right. that's yeah. the whole thing. She ain't coming she back. So we definitely getting light skin and bit. But check this out. What if they squashed it and she come back and ain't nobody expecting? Mm -hmm. I mean, they could have like, did it behind the scenes, but since she's like, so like, vocal, like Brandy and Monica. We been knew they squashed it though. Did they squash that. it? Yeah, well, I mean, I think they have a mutual respect for each other. Now, they, they gel. Like, we, we'll talk about That's that. Crazy. Yeah, we'll definitely be talking about that. Yeah. 
Um, congratulations are in order for Niecy Nash, who uh, got married to singer and songwriter uh, Jessica Betts. Mm -hmm. um, I ain't even going to front. I, I'm just going to throw this out there. I I I really I, I didn't know Niecy um, was in was into women. I think that it's been a rumor now for a while. Really? Yeah, I mm -hmm. think she might just have been found yeah. out too. A damn so. Okay. I've heard the rumor. I, I nobody. Time. I don't think she confirmed it, but it, the rumor was out there for. She was married. Know. She was married before. To mm -hmm. so, man. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. Yeah, I heard the rumor. Yeah. So, okay. So, so I mean, yeah. but shout out to her finding her happiness. Um, yeah. In her forever thing, so that's definitely amazing for the both of them. But we not gonna act like Niecy Nash ain't got the fucking boot. Excuse my French. It's a lot of work. Yeah, right that she got the wagon back there. I ain't even gonna front. So I'm pretty sure her wifey definitely gonna be having fun with all that ass. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say on that. <laughs> right, what can you say? What can exactly you say? Man, oh man. All I know is Niecy Nash is a lot of women. So shout out to her. Hell yeah. And her and her uh, new <laughs> wife. And moving on. To what everyone was looking forward to. Mm -hmm. Monday night. The versus battle. Yes. Between Monica and Brandy. That actually set a record. 1.2. Oh, 1.1? They, they, well, they, they might have hit they hit 1.2. But, but okay. briefly. They held that 1.1 damn near the whole verse. Yeah. Which is Women run the world. Just want to put that out there. That's, that's, a, that's a big fact. Though. Like, shout, shout out to them. Um, mm -hmm. This was definitely a... So, of course, no matter what, the memes will always... The internet will walk into the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. I, I just need y'all sure, to know sure. that. Somehow, some way, there will always be a meme to be made no matter what. And yeah. can we say that Monica and Brandy squashed their beef? Maybe. I don't really think it was did a it beef. Show, did it show sure, on the... Did it show on the verses? Yeah. Monica showed her sides where it was like, uh, all right, girl, we ain't that cool. We say beef, there's no problem. I don't think they have an issue with each other. I just think they just don't really click. There's no like, beef, though. How do you know? So beef means not problem. There used to be a beef. Yeah, back in like decades ago, 98, what's, when what's people were pinning them together. Y'all got to know the history behind this. They didn't even so know. what's the history? The so history school us. was that they school were us. no real beef. They did the boy is mine, and then the media, and as people do today, we see this even with women today, like Nikki and Cardi, pin two women against each other, which then they kind of got caught into that. And then next day, and plus their personalities, Monica has talked about several times that, you know, they just working together was difficult. But then she slapped Brandy? She punched Brandy. Okay. Allegedly, because Diamond. Austin, that's not Austin. My name is whatever producer. They kind of talked about they, that too. Kind of, yeah. And then during she, the verses, uh, yeah, the verses, and Brandy kind of made a joke, and brought, I think Monica asked why she brought that up, and she was saying, "I'm trying to work on my comedy or something that something along Monica, those lines." Monica but. also said she never really put hands on him too. She kind of admitted it was an interview. I don't know what the Breakfast Club interview. Right. She kind of she said she apologized to Brandy or so whatever she was alluding to, but she never denied that she didn't hit her when she was in that interview. I mean, in, in the verses, she said like. Like remember they they talked about it on the kick down the door and smack and chick when she played that song and then and Brandy said something like I know joke. about that or right oh uh, yeah after yeah that, Monica was like that never happened I didn't want to I think Monica did like I ain't gonna I mean even if she did but even she did okay sadly but the thing is but the thing is though so you so if somebody put hands on you right you never 
like got him back for it. There wouldn't be no beef. Then I don't think at that moment in time, Brandy she was professional. She started to go out there and do the VMAs. You y'all seen it? And then they went about their way, but they did. They did a song after that. I they talked f- after that. I, I would still have beef with you. Like, nah, I gotta get you back. They grow up though. These kids were teenagers. That was really. They had a lot to do with a lot of management and industry and things like that. They tried to do a Brandy and Aaliyah. Shout mm-hmm. outs, man. Shout out to Aaliyah. She dropped no fun fact that she um, denied this. She was offered a scary movie role, and she was supposed to um, like do Brandy. And she said she she passed up on a role because she said she didn't really. It was like kind of making fun of her, and she didn't really want to do that. And prior to that, they had Brandy had said something about Aaliyah's like her attire was too mature, and they act in her interview asked Aaliyah about that. And she says she said something real kind, like, okay, well, I don't really write about that. Shout out to Brandy, something like that. Like real mature and kept it moving. And mm-hmm. they never really had beef. And then I think it was on one award show, Brandy had said, like, I love you, Aaliyah, whatever, and that was done. So they really didn't get into anything. But Brandy and Monica, I guess, the same thing, trying to have them, you know, pinned against each other and yeah, they, they got kinda of caught up. I just think that their personalities just they're very different. It was like Monica said, I'm going by her words. Um, just kind of difficult to kind of work with each other, but they did it. But it wasn't like an actual problem. Like we kind of created an issue. But yeah. we see tension. Like they, they're not friends. I don't think. Yeah. You know. Nah. Is it really tension though? I don't even call. I don't even know if I would call that tension. I think. I think I say, I say to say tension because they haven't. They said in the beginning they haven't been in the same room in eight nine years. So right. they probably had a, a, a conversation and that was it. So I, I can imagine that being a little uncomfortable. You know where and they didn't have much. I don't know, like they interaction. You know how Jill and, and Erica they actually had stories to tell and things like that. Like Brandy wanted to they rock angry. with each other. That's what I'm saying. So I mean, I don't think it was an issue. They just not friends. And their personalities yeah, are very why, different. That's why that's I said I don't I mean. think I would call it attention. But I did we was, a... did we see that? Yes, we did. And which is why I was maybe I shouldn't have had high expectations for mm-hmm. this. I did. We know and how you do. It was trash, wasn't it? No, it was not it. trash. Who, who won? She say borderline Brandy trash won. or some shit. Go ahead. Brandy won? It wasn't borderline trash either. Yeah, Brandy won. Who do you think won? See? I don't know, man. I, I didn't even I didn't even get a chance to go so back and look at somebody. the... Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I didn't even get a well, chance Bill to go Boyd back. Well, Brandy. I didn't even get a chance to go back and look at the... Uh, the playlist, track, yeah, the playlist, enough okay. because I was when I was watching, I was really just enjoying both of the songs. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. even paying that much attention to the stuff they were saying in between, as much as I was just listening to the song. Yeah, so, yeah. You know uh, hang on, you know, I was, I, I was bopping the, I, you know, like Brandy definitely had some hits, and Monica had some hits. You know, I, I, I say Monica one. Okay. But I think Monica really has those type of. It's more of like how um, what we were talking about, I think, beforehand, uh, when you have someone who's like not from the hood, but they they have that hood mentality. Right. So you have Monica, who's probably from the hood, but also has that hood mentality. Right. And then you have Brandy, who's more of like the suburban outsider. Brandy was very trained. So that's that's very how her early. you know her music is, and then when you look at Monica's music, it's just more of like for around the way girl. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that and that's what I think it is. I just think they just they just different. Yeah. The was the verses. Oh, the verses was cool. I said it's cool. The best way I describe them to them is you got somebody from the city, 
than somebody from the suburbs. And then you just expect them to get along as if they both from the same place. Yeah. <laughs> and they both looking at each other like, well, the way that you were like brought up is so different from the way that I was brought up. And I kind of expect stuff to be like that. Yeah. The other person like, well, I expect it to be like that. And then they just kind of sitting back and they're just like, yeah, you cool. Like, but uh. from my understanding, I think Monica was kind of talked into doing it, but she really didn't want to do it. With yeah. The verses? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would have loved to have seen just more of like a sisterly love and bonds. Oh yeah, I, I'm tripping. Like I'm about to get talk about the last scene. Last scene. The whole boy is mine. Right, you wanted them to perform. I would like to. I would have loved for them to at least try to sing that live and not forget the lyrics, or at least freshen up the lyrics, or look interested, Monica. Like come on, like she. That's what I'm saying. Nobody else know a Brandy and Monica song. They know that one. That's why people tuned in for the boy is mine. I waited just to watch The Boy Is Mine. I was expecting better. Brandy tried. Monica just wasn't feeling it. And I think that could have been an epic and classic moment they could have seized yeah, for the 1.1 million people who tuned in. Yeah, high expectations. For, at least for that, yes. Yeah, yeah I for did. That, for that, and did. I was completely yeah, let down. Yeah, I know. Everybody, everybody, everybody did. Everybody had high expectations for something I feel like they shouldn't have had high expectations for. Why? At the end of the day, y'all ain't got to have tea and crackers. We're not looking for that. We put on the show. That's like having tea and crackers, though. Nah. Like, you like, can still like, be we, just We like, know the history between them two. That's high expectations for them. Mm-hmm. Just when Brandy got punched in the eye, she still came out there and did her thing. We didn't know. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean. Shout out to Brandy for that. She's still, she, she's professional. Regardless. It's called professionalism. At the end of the day, being a musician, being an artist, at the end of the day, put that aside. I mean, we don't can, care about you can, that. You can, you can decide to try to call it that right now, but yeah, that's what it is. Though you, you agreed to do the verses, so you don't do the verses. Perform then. the boy is mine now, right? But you know that's something that people will wanted to see, though. They I like people, people want to see a lot of things. That exactly. means you don't give the people what they want. That don't mean that's that the people that you want to see do it. I'm so upset about that because people actually tuned in for this, and I think that's something they could have done as an artist. As a musician, there's a lot of people who wanted to see Janet Jackson's titties, but we ain't expect Justin Timberlake to rip her titty out. Now, did we? No, that's so. We ain't appreciate that. I didn't expect that at all, so I wasn't disappointed. You know, we, I, we expected. I wasn't so. disappointed. I, know, that's why I, was disappointed. I liked it, but yeah, I should have like that. Damn. Well, <laughs> for, I was for what like, happened, for what did actually happen, like I expected ago. that to happen. For what actually did. did happen during that part, I expected that to happen. It sounds like you wanted something else to happen. Right. But you should have expected to happen what happened. You want these Disney kumbaya moments. Yeah, this After Disney 20 show. years, yeah. Oh, that's actually the same show. Well, you should have talked to them. You know what? Well, shout out to the, the fits. I mean, well, people are getting on Brandy Fit particularly. Well, I think she's going for this eccentric look. Her braids is on point as Listen, always. Monica had the Fendi look and on. Somebody from the burbs. It showed. We seen they fish. Monica looked like she from where she from. The Brandy Fendi. Well, like I think people get on it because it's Fendi. It wasn't all that either to me personally, but you know, I've got a label. Everybody on it. Monica pants was baggy. I mean, her little crotch area was baggy. That wasn't cute. That's just because Monica's skinny. You should understand that. That don't. That I mean, I do what understand that, but it wasn't. Skinny ain't got nothing to do with form-fitting clothes. Like, you still get... I don't care what you talk she talking about. She like Laura Stay yeah, I saw that. You know the jokes on that, huh? Jokes is definitely going to come, but shout out to them, man. I just only said it because they was getting on Brandy. I'm like, no, they want to go with all that either. They get on both of them. All of Brandy's stuff that she had on how much it cost they did just kind of like $3,000. It still wasn't cute. All right, man. But shout out to the ladies, man, for sure. But you know... 
That's all we have for what you're mixing up because we're going to turn the tables over. The Shot Town's finest Carlton, you did for some good old shop talk this week. Oh, yeah, 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 man. So, you know, let me check this out real quick because I'm, I'm bringing this up real quick. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm activated. You know, I got my ears to these streets. I got these clippers to these heads. And you know what we've been talking about because we are in the midst of this playoffs and something did happen in the midst of this playoffs and we kind of... You know, a lot of the times nowadays with the way that stuff happens, we kind of got to be sporadic with our reactions. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's almost not even enough time to plan things, how people, how people may want them to, you know what I'm saying? So you kind of got to just go with the motion, go with the flow of stuff, but still make the right decisions, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, we watched, we watched um, what happened to Jacob Blake. We watched my man get shot seven times in the Black Kenosha, Wisconsin. And it was actually like roughly like 30 miles really from uh, Milwaukee. And it happened, I think the day before the Bucks were set to play. And uh, they made the decision on their own to be like, you know what? We not going to play. Mm-hmm. We not going to play. Yeah. And I respected the decision. And um, it, in a lot of people's eyes, didn't last that long because they eventually decided that they would start to play back too. And I know a lot of people had a lot of people had issue with that, right? So, and aside from the issue that the people had with them doing what they did, within the NBA itself, a lot of the players had a lot of issues with the way that they were set to, you know, uh, act, you know, with the, with the playoffs moving forward because apparently the Lakers and the Clippers decided that they wouldn't participate in the playoffs anymore. Uh, a lot of people were kind of upset that the Bucks moved first without really telling anybody, which I don't know how. It's Milwaukee. Right. Right right around the way. But um, my discussion, though, you know, from what I've been, you know, hearing people talk about and for what I want to talk to y'all about is I feel like there's, there's often more than one way to, like, you know, deal with a problem. Mm-hmm. Because people were highly upset that the NBA decided to resume the playoffs, they wanted them to just sit the whole thing out. Because you you remember we did talk about before when Kyrie Irving said, "I don't think we should restart the the season because it's going to take away some of the momentum." And then a lot of players were like, "Well, I feel like we can still do both." Mm-hmm. From what from what we've been watching, do you think they've been doing a good job at still keeping awareness of the stuff that's been going on as well as playing basketball too? Yeah. And especially comparison to the NFL, absolutely. Yeah, right, 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 right. I'm in the WNBA. Yeah. Extremely vocal. As much as I feel like especially. they can Shout do. Shout out to the WNBA. Yeah. Hell yeah. Always. But uh, from that, though, would y'all, do, y'all, do y'all still think that they can, you know, uh, with what happened, when it happened, you know what I'm saying, that they can still keep people aware and do the things that they want to do in regards to this while resuming the playoffs? Because we, we, we're in the second round now, so it's mm-hmm. not, you know. Yeah, I don't think that, I understand why they boycotted, but I don't think that one has to, you know, I mean, you can still do both. I don't think you have to right, separate right, right. the two. Right. Yeah. You can still bring awareness and still play the game. Right. I think, and I think maybe that's probably where some of the people are coming from with that. Like, why does it have to be the separate thing? Why is it that A has to equal B? We cannot play in order to bring awareness. Why does that have to be the case? I don't think people really understand. Yeah, I think I think NBA players have been doing a very good job at being extremely vocal about what's going on, mm-hmm. especially during um, per- post-game I'm, interviews. I'm um, they've really been keeping the energy flowing, and I love it because you don't really hear them. 
I mean, you hear them talk about the game, but you more so hear them talk about what's going on in society today with the social injustice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they, they've been doing a phenomenal job. Uh, I, I can't knock them at all. You know, you want to get up and do what you have to do because this is your sport and you love it. But it's also like, all right, you know what? I'm I'm clearly a role model. People look up to me, so I have to use my I have to use my voice for this platform, and this right. is the perfect platform right right now. What's going on? We have to speak out, and when you really think about it, again, always gotta um, give big ups to the WNBA, the women in the WNBA, because they're constantly like those two right there, the NBA and WNBA. They are constantly always vocal about social injustice and what's going on in the society. Yeah. Never shot away from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and and the reason why I I felt like you know this could be a discussion is because there's often people who don't consider other people's I guess their lifestyles when they when they think of a way that they can like impact something or solve mm-hmm. a problem, whatever the case might be. And I know a lot of these NBA players. Some of them we know they're stars outside of basketball. Like that's yeah. that's how far they've come. You know what I'm saying. But it's a lot of players that I do know that even as good as they are, and we see them on the court, they don't have the same voice when they're not on the court. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. And I, I give you uh, for an example, Jamal Murray. He's a uh, he's emerged like you know what I'm saying in this in this bubble. You know he played well in the bubble. He's killing. We just talked about him early in the yep. playoffs. They're going to Game Seven, but him playing so well. Mm-hmm. Every time they talk to him post game stuff, he talks about you know the right kind of thing. You know he had uh, Breonna Taylor and George Floyd drawing on his shoes, and when they, he dropped fifty, and they're like, "Man, you just had a great game." And he just like, "Bro, I was motivated because my people out here fighting." Shout out to George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people wouldn't even get a chance to hear stuff like that yeah. from him. You know what I'm saying? If he weren't playing basketball, yeah. right? Even if he were like, "All right, we not in the bubble, and we not." We not uh, playing ball right now. He's talking about it. It wouldn't reach. It wouldn't have the same kind of reach. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was uh, a lot of people's things. And uh, I know they were saying that when the players did meet, a lot of players weren't really seeing eye to eye with LeBron James. Because I also did hear that he was like silent in the in the uh, in the meeting that they had. Right. And I'm and I'm guessing I don't know I don't know what his. Did you hear anything about why they they didn't? I don't even remember I, why. I, they didn't even really specify as to like what was really said or how his tone was. Right. Um, well, I, I mean, they mentioned like he had a tone with them. They didn't like how he was talking to them, but they didn't really specify what exactly was said. Right, right. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. Because I, I know I heard that they said that he was like almost speaking like he was above other people. And I don't want to get too much in that because that kind of separates from the issue for me. Mm-hmm. But it was, uh, I don't know if whatever the route that he said that he wanted to go about, a lot of the younger players were just like, you know, we don't see anybody in here as above anybody else as far as leading this issue. But we all feel like we want to do our own thing and have an impact on it. And as from that, we want to do that while still playing basketball. That's why they made the decision to resume the playoffs and stuff. A lot of people respected, a lot of people didn't. And that's the part where I feel like if people open their eyes more to different ways to, you know, bring awareness and, you know, help resolve some of the issues that we can from doing as much as we can, I feel like 
it's a whole lot less divisive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we see, we we still see they playing basketball right now, yeah. right now. You know what I'm saying? And we see they still got the stuff on the court, so it's not like it's dimming away from it. I I kind of did feel like it would. I'm not going front. You know what I'm saying? And I I kind of feel like it did a little bit, but not enough for me to be like, all right, they shouldn't play basketball just yeah. because it's all it's almost like the spurts. Because I know that there are people. Who want to be distracted from what's going on? Mm-hmm. They don't look like us, most yeah. of them. Yeah. But they want to be distracted from what's going on, and they kind of look for people to talk about sports because all oh, sports is on. We don't talk about, and now when they still talking about it, those people are still upset. Like, right. like, yeah. like the uh, that orange guy with the bad toupee that's, that that live in that house in DC. You know what I'm saying? He he's siding with the NFL. Like, y'all take notes. Y'all see how people not, and it's crazy because he thinks that people are not rocking with the NBA and the WNBA and all these people that's doing something about it. We watched the whole sports world come to a halt mm-hmm. over the weekend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And just that right there was impactful alone. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because now we know the type of time that they're on, and they they're recognizing what they can and can do. Like mm-hmm. whenever they decide to do it, right? And we can still see the impact from that. Like, I, they, they've been talking about that all day on sports and all this stuff, even with the, the regular sports things that's going on. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, as far as, uh, what do y'all think, what else do y'all think they could do, like, from their platforms? Like, we know the NBA, they're living in the day in the bubble, the WNBA, they in the bubble. Right. The MLB, they trying to, you know, play. They got, they be canceling games every other day because people getting... COVID-19 or whatever, but Mm -hmm. with... Here's the thing, right? It's... That's a good question that you bring up, because it's really like, all right, well, what else can the WNBA and the NBA do? But I feel like what they're doing, Mm -hmm. they're doing way more than what... Because there are also other sports, right? You have tennis. Yeah. Yeah. You have soccer. Yeah. Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like they're doing a lot more that's even expected. Like I, right. I, I think yeah. they're exceeding my expectations personally. I, I would, I would think that what they're doing, it would kind of rub off on other sports. Yeah. To where it's like, all right, we need to start doing that too, type of thing. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, but it's like you don't see it. Mm-mm. It's, it's like the main sport. We don't see it on football. Yeah. I think we, we look for at least football at. Yeah, definitely look for it. I mean, you think about golf and, and NASCAR, we land. Yeah, but I think it's pretty cool. Stuff, but yeah. yeah, golf and NASCAR, we yeah. Doing yeah. Stuff they too. definitely do. They so do I mean, that too. You would really look. I, aside from the other sports, I think what the NBA has been doing. Um, you ask what more can they do? I think. Um, here's my thing. I think if they really would have stuck out with the boycott and was just like, yo, we're not playing for the rest of the season, I think that would have had a huge, huge impact. I, I think I that, yeah, like for them to just stop what they're doing and just be out in the streets and, and, and protesting with everyone and really like doing something, I think that would have been very impactful. But again, for what they're doing right now, it's almost like, well, what else can they really do type of thing? But I think they're really doing a lot that they can do, right? I, I think yeah. they're – and also, too, um, I shout out to Anthony Davis. I think um, he, he said that, uh, you know, 
holding NBA owners accountable for their word. You know, just because yeah. you're you're donating a check, that check can't bring that family's that family member's life back. Mm-hmm. You know, so really get out there and speak about what's going on, especially again. For for black folks, for us, we can speak on this constantly until you are until it's like we beat it in your head. But white people really have to understand why we're upset, right? You and white people have to understand and quit trying to turn a blind eye to what's really going on. Like racism is still a lot, no matter what. It should never be a discussion. Well, well, you know. White people also could know that, that that should not be the conversation because what you see on a day-to-day basis in the videos that are floating around, you see how white officers handle African-Americans, male as well as female, right. even with a child present mm-hmm. compared to how white officers handle white Americans when they pull them over. Never see them reach for a gun. Yeah. You know, never quick to shoot them. They allow they allow the white killed. they allow the white Americans to be the aggressors with them. Yeah, who's the kid who killed the two protesters? What's oh, name? yeah, you know yeah. that the, the seventeen year old white kid. Yeah, how much sympathy he's getting from seventeen year old white kid walking around kills two people and then goes and like has someone take a picture of him like painting on like the wall? Like doing community services. It's like the this is white America. This they is really how had they, a nerve yeah. to really run with that too. Like this it. is how they treat white Americans compared to what they do to black Americans, African Americans, and it's horrible. It's frustrating. Yeah. And you know what I? You know what else I wanted to uh, point out about this whole thing too? Mm-hmm. I wanted to point out the fact that we are in the uh, NBA playoffs right now, right? Mm-hmm. So that means that there's 30 teams in the NBA mm-hmm. right now. There are Four teams left in the East. Yep. There are probably six teams left in the West now because there's a couple of them still battling. Yeah. But that means the majority of the teams aren't playing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we don't hear too much about what those players on the teams that's not playing do yeah. as much as we do hear about the players that are playing what they're doing. So yeah. I feel like that's a thing to point out because now when they're like, oh, it would be more impactful if they didn't play – you can make a clear argument that it won't be because it's a lot more players that's not playing than mm-hmm. the ones that are playing, and we don't hear as much from them. Maybe it could be, you know, media dimming light mm-hmm. sometimes, but it's also a thing to point out too on how the focus on what's in the media is. Like for instance, yeah. we did just talk about the the white uh, protester that was coming through, and a lot of police officers felt like he was doing their work. He took matters into his own hands. That's what they said, right? Mm-hmm. We hear people trying to talk more about the NBA choosing to boycott because of that and Jacob Blake and stuff getting killed by police. We hear more about people talking about them not liking the NBA because they're choosing to boycott over that than we do about them talking about how it's wrong to shoot the guy seven times in the back. Right. And for this, they call him a vigilante, but he's mm-hmm. really a terrorist. To just walk through crowds of people boycotting that right. yeah, and killing and kill people. people, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's the that's the, that's the part right there that I, I want the people that may have had an issue with them deciding to resume the playoffs. Listen, look at that part too, mm-hmm. because there's more than one way to you know to do things. And I know some people they 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 were kind of against it coming back from the beginning, you know what I'm saying? And I 
I seen Kyrie Irving's point. I seen a lot of points, but then I, right. I understood every side. So even Kyrie, even Kyrie understood the other side. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they they made their decision. They made their decision, and they they like you said, they exceeded a lot of expectations. I, I think and so. It's a yeah. Lot of, it's a lot of sports. for me too. See, you yeah, for, I know your expectations be in the trash. <laughs> Expectations be the trash with everything. We right. we know everything. So trash. see my expectations. Everything you know is trash. Everything is trash yeah. until proven borderline trash. But <laughs> right, we see. I'm, we seeing a lot of people coming in, like um, the tennis player. What's the tennis player? I can't even remember her name. Her now. name. She's really young. Uh, she's really. She's I know you're really, 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 Oh, really, really young. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, really, yeah. really nice. Um, but damn, I re- I forget her name. But yeah, she, end, right? she decided no. that she she's wasn't going to play. Too, yeah. yeah, but she did it's right afterwards. It was like they all came into a quarters, and yeah. you know what I'm saying. People were real. They were more upset at that mm-hmm. when they all came into a quarters and decided not to play whatever their respective they were. It's a were. lot of they was more upset than yeah. that than what they were boycotting for. And yeah. I think that's the that's a part that's a good part of the thing too to uh, to. To bring awareness to, like not only the fact that the BS is happening, we boycotting because of that, but look at how y'all react to us boycotting because of this. Right. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? And even even with all of that, I felt like it's also a good thing too because now we are seeing the people that are playing the sports. Mm-hmm. We we watching them exercise their equity. Like we they really flexing. Like we could mm-hmm. stop and start whenever we want to. Mm-hmm. It's not up to y'all. It's up to mm-hmm. us, and y'all better know that. Uh-huh. And we gonna we gonna make y'all care about the stuff. You know I I do agree. You know what you said is about with the yeah. keep the boycott going because a lot of people who are arguing against it and they start playing back again. They're like, well, what was the point of doing that? You know, if just we got it for one game, yeah. like right. how really? And we know they're sending a message, but what was that impact? It's not as potent if you turn around and do you know what you were boycotting? Yeah, yeah. you know. So I, I think it'd have been a lot more powerful to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, like I agree, I think they're doing what they can do. Yeah, you know, yeah, and again, yeah. it can be outside of the games too. The people who aren't playing can certainly they have a voice. They got Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and I think, and I think, <laughs> they can, I think they for can the, say stuff like. A lot of but see, the thing is, is that like yeah. I, I think for the most part, I, I wouldn't doubt that they, they're not doing that. But of course, you know, with how the media likes to portray things, the media will more so show the riots than the peaceful protests, right? Or just some people just kind of silent with it, you know? Yeah, like, you, you also have some like people, they yeah. They put it on, you know, the media. They are definitely, doing definitely, in the community because, hell, like that. J. Cole does stuff in the community right. and there's never, you, of course, you're not going to hear about it because he's not that type of person to, oh, come record me doing this, right. you know, oh, come get a pick, take right. this pic of me doing this, you yeah. know, type of person. He's not that type of person mm-hmm. at all. He moves in silence and he, he, Everything he does, it speaks for itself. Right. 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 So. So I think, but I do think the organizations, as big yeah. as they are, definitely need to say mm-hmm. and speak up. But the players, again, don't necessarily have to go on social media. If they choose to, okay. But if yeah. they don't, you know, they, they, again, they could be doing stuff silently, which is cool too. But right. Yeah, absolutely. Overall, absolutely. again, to, to go back to the original, I think that they can still play, but they can still do work on the sideline. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they have been doing. Yeah. Uh, another. Uh, thing to just point out real quick though too was a big part of the reason why they did decide to uh, resume the playoffs was because the playoffs the thing about the playoffs is teams get eliminated mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so it's not like it's 30 teams all playing like I was just saying you got teams even some of these teams with these big superstars are going to be going home so right. you know what I'm saying and along with that a lot of them were like we kind of do want to 
go out and do something about this now. But the thing about living in a bubble is once you go outside of that bubble, you have to make sure it's safe for everybody to go back in the bubble. Because mm-hmm. we praise the NBA for keeping COVID out of the bubble. Like they yeah. every time they yeah. test, nobody has it. So they was just like, if we want to go up to Wisconsin and do this and do that, and everybody from the bubble leaves, when we come back, everybody's going to have the quarantine for yep. two weeks. And then what if some people got it, whatever, it's going to affect what we got going on right now versus if we just continue this and ride it out, we can still do what we've been doing and it'll be over soon for some teams. And even as far as it can go for the championship and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, they can still do stuff then after the fact, once everybody can officially leave. So I was like, you know, that that makes sense. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. But of course, you know, I just really, really wanted to point the stuff out for the people that aren't ever satisfied, you know, that there are yeah. multiple ways to, to do things, you know, yeah. rather than just this one way of this one way that you may want them to do and them not doing it. You talking shit about them and they're still bringing awareness while you yeah. sitting there like, well, y'all shouldn't have started back up. They like, well, we started back up and we talking about the stuff we need to be talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, here's a question. What have you done lately? Not you, you, but generally you. Yeah, a lot so, of people yeah, had a lot people. to say. Like, right. what have you done lately? Yeah. You know? What have you paid attention to lately? Is it, is it, is Are it, you going to vote on the Right? Oh, yeah. Too late for so much. Get in a mix and vote. That's too many, too many. But, you know what I'm saying? say that for the rest of the time from September down. Yep. Yeah, you're damn right. Push that. Push that. But, I mean, aside from that, though, too, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, it was just, um, you know, shout out to the NBA, shout out to the WNBA yeah, definitely. that is out there using their platforms. Right. They, they, them knowing that their platforms are going to be in people's faces that need to see mm-hmm. and hear about the things that they got, that they doing and stuff like that too. Yeah. But, um, what else was I about to say? Cause it is, you know, the streets was talking, the streets was talking. Oh, um, to go back to the chat with Bozeman, chat chat with Bozeman thing too. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because he was that much of a superhero, the streets have been talking just about uh, life in general and everybody yeah. appreciating the life. So I just want you guys to know I appreciate you guys a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? I was talking to the streets, telling them that. Okay. You know, appreciate the mixed family and I love y'all dearly because. Uh, if a superhero like Chadwick Boseman can go like that, you never know when anything might happen. And you you got to give people their flowers when you can get them. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. If I had real flowers, I'd probably give them to y'all. Man, right. definitely. I, I feel the same way about you guys, you know? So definitely much love. And I appreciate that, man. You guys are definitely appreciated at all times. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. yeah Nothing man. but love here. Even when we going back and forth. Facts. All the yeah. <laughs> battles that we have. Yeah. We have our own verses here, right? We definitely got a lot of verses. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely yeah. this year. Um, but yeah. it's, it's nothing but love. Y'all know we, we we love each other. And, of course, our our audience. And, yeah. we See, you and Shout I, we two man. years in this. And we out here. Yeah. Hell yeah. We definitely out mm-hmm. here, man. But, you know. That's that's just what happens though, and I keep my ears to them streets and yeah. clippers to them pants. We still out here and we still activated, you know, more life out there. Always, yep. man. That was a good shop talk right there. That was touching. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, we we we're gonna flow over because I feel as though it's it's been a little tough, man, these last uh couple of weeks or so. So we gotta we gotta brighten the mood up for a bit, uh, for our mixiners. And again, in, anytime you hear this track, you already know what time it is. So we just going let this let this intro flow out for you guys, and then we're going to jump right into. You already know what time it is because we got to bless a few folks with a whose man's is this. And again, oh, yeah. as oh, always, yeah. shout out to the bro and the family himself, Trav Q. Ah!
All right, so you know, it's time for Whose Mans Is This, right? And I always look forward to this because I, I feel as though we constantly see something on a day-to-day basis where it's just like, yo, Whose Mans Is This? Seriously. Mm-hmm. And um, yo, see, I, I know you saw this. And it was on Twitter. I know you've seen this. And I, I got to bless your mans with this, all right? And I know he's he's a Chi-Town native. Who is it? Um, Clippers, Patrick Beverly. Oh, yeah, Pat Bev. All right? Okay. So, I'm going to read this off so you can have an understanding. And then we, we, we I'm, I want to get your take on this, right? Yeah, because... <laughs> I, I don't for some reason, dude. Really, he he. I don't. He's just been acting as if like he's a six-time NBA Defensive Player of the Year. You know, an MVP, two-time reigning champ. Like he just. I don't know what's gotten into his head. But so Michelle Roberts, who's the exec, executive director of the Players Union, asked to have the floor to speak about um, the financial ramifications of leaving Orlando. Right. So while she was going over the numbers, Clippers guard Patrick Beverly abruptly um, interrupted her, saying he disagreed with her logic, sources said. And then Roberts kindly, you know, reiterated that these were potential losses the players would suffer, and Patrick Beverly interrupted again. So Roberts asked politely if she could continue with her point, and Beverly responded, no, I pay your salary, sources said. And of course, you know, this caused an uproar with um, certain NBA players who were in the room um, when this took place. So it's like, yo, bro, you're pipe down, <laughs> number one, because you just getting a little carried away. Um, the fact that you just think that you can say that to somebody, I get it. You got you a nice little contract from the Clippers and whatnot. Uh-huh. You still got to humble yourself, dude. Like, you, come on. Like, I... He's a wild boy, Pat. And who means is this? Seriously. Who means is this? You really, you really wilding to even think that you could just like talk to a woman like that and and, and think it was okay and mm-hmm. think it was okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just I like, cause, cause he is from the shy, but I'm gonna just say this again. That boy from the west side. You from the West Side, Chicago. You know, West Side people be different because I, I they're a little bit different than us. In yeah. Pittsburgh, you know, we have some West Side folks, and they're a little bit different. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely see, and 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 Leah, you're from over west, so you a little different too. So you fit right into that mix. <laughs> Northwest, Northwest, okay. Oh, Northwest. Northwest. A little different. A little north. It is different, though. You're from Baltimore, no. Oh, man. But, yeah, so we had to bless him. And then um, moving on. So, again, this was on Twitter. I know. I pulled it up. Oh, you did? Because you put it in the chat. No. Not that one. Oh. Someone else then. Yeah. This was on Twitter. But this was also on Twitter that merged into Facebook. Amari Hardrick. Oh, yeah, nah, we ain't talking about him. Oh, we ain't talking about him. Okay. We're saving that one. Okay. We're saving that one. But this one, I know you will want to bless this person. All right. So her Twitter name is, if y'all care to go and follow her and and talk your ish, cool. At Cammie Tot. Oh, What's she doing? Felt like she was trying to bring some Sade slander. All right. And she must be a younger generation, I, I would expect. Young dummy. You, you're not going to get this from the from the real older generation, the old heads I know about Sade. I'm scared. Right? What'd she say? She said, 
Sade is thin and light-skinned and was humming on them tracks. At least Janae gives us drama, in all caps. Where she was trying to go with this, I don't know. Who raised her? I don't know. Good questions. That These are some questions that I, you know, I need to find out. Especially the second one. But... Didn't, you, didn't we just talk about like people doing stuff like this, trying to put two women against each other for no reason? Yes. And why are you talking about... But it's not even irrelevant if you're trying to put two women. It's like one from the older generation. A whole generation, different, different generation, generation. A whole generation. It's like you're trying to get this generation to hop on Sade's ass. But you can't do that because Sade is Sade. And, and for those who know about her, they, they know what's up. So the... Hey, who raises this? Talking about she gives up. Wow. You can tell she's single. I know she's single. You she ain't got no a, man. You can tell she's a goofy too. Yeah, you can definitely tell she's goofy. That's a whole fact. Yes, you can tell that. she does. You can tell she the type of girl that be in the club with her heels off, walking around barefoot. What she look she like? Yeah, you gotta see what this girl looks like. I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm, yeah, we gonna have to find out afterwards. But. The, the next one I'll, I'll allow you to present because we definitely have to bless that man with a who's next this for sure. Amari. Yeah, that's your man. on. That is my man. We like him for ghosts, but um, <laughs> apparently he, he was doing a, a, a tribute to Chadwick, but it was a little weird because, for my assumption, he had his picture up accepting an award. Am I correct? I don't want to. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Yeah. What the? Like, extremely weird. Right. Yeah, extremely weird. So you would think he would have Chadwick's picture up if he would do that, but okay. But he was, learned he learned that from Fifty because Fifty, 50 did, did that. that what did he do that with? He did that. He did. Was it Nipsey? It was Nipsey. Was it? Yes. What did it with Nipsey? Nipsey know. was he was saying about like a, a tribute to Nipsey, but had him up like yeah. it was just weirdo. It's so narcissistic. But anyway, but really, what his it was his speech that people were like scratching their heads, like what, what are you, what, what are you doing this for? He gonna say, I didn't have enough time that fateful night to share what I whispered to you, so now I will, but not before sharing what you said first. You said, oh, go claim that award that had your name on it from the gate. From the moment I met you, I whispered back, thank you both for being the superhero I knew you were from the moment I met you. Then I quickly added. We still got to do that movie together. You replied back. I hear whispering more than ever, my dearest brother of a Black Panther. One of my biggest honors was being one of your biggest competitors and even a bigger friend. You are hugely missed, but I got you next time to me even more on the rest of this run. A wise man told me this morning, in the kingdom, no crown is wasted. When one man drops his crown, another man picks it up. Pick it up, oh. From King Chadwick to King Hardwick, I would do just that, my brother. Rest in your glory. P.S. Brave has worn his Black Panther costume every day for the past three weeks. Trust me, I'll make sure he keeps wearing it. Family. Family. We just going here. Hey, who misses this? I'm okay. Y'all know. Y'all know. <laughs> you understand both sides. No, I'm country. You know, I gotta give a little benefit of the doubt now. I'm thinking about it. Go, go ahead. I think he still didn't deserve a blue man's as this. What? 
That's a not that he still didn't deserve the who's mad as he did. Uh, but I, I, I'm, as I'm reading this, was he writing as like Chadwick was his like he inspired him? So he's more like I was inspired by you, by me competing with you, and then like was he taking it from that angle? I don't know because they're really like not to be on no dickhead, but it's it was really no competition. That's what people were saying. Because when you really look at Omari, you know Omari as ghost. That's really it. I forgot about that part too. Like that's really it. Yeah. Like you had whereas you had Chadwick, he actually played like biopic roles, you know. Now was Omari going for some of these same roles and just didn't get it because he said I was one of your biggest competitors. So were they like competing for same roles and he just didn't got beat out? A lot of people didn't find any of this stuff out until he just said it. And I just feel like when you're trying to honor somebody that just passed away, you can you can like be a whole lot less condescending. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's well, not, not condescending, narcissistic. Yes. And I think that's it's why his message, I think that's where he was trying to go with what I was saying, but because no, it had he, he didn't we spoke more from his perspective, it was drowned in narcissism. That's why. While he was trying to be saying, I was inspired by you. And I think if he just would have used that, exactly. I think his message wouldn't have been lost. And that's why Mari's getting who's narcissist. Because it's probably both. Fact. He probably was inspired by him before a narcissistic way. Yeah. Yes. And we still gonna give you. We gonna just give you a double because you wildin' for the cold and up in the ward. Yeah, that's you wildin', bro. Come on, yeah, that that is deserving. Come on, absolutely. Yeah. Come on, fam. Who you guys see? That one guy. I I I mentioned him earlier though, but he he he's a regular. He's a uh, who's man's at the Hall of Famer. Oh my god. That orange guy with the bad two. What did he do this week? So um. We know, like we're we're literally like live reporting from a global pandemic. Still, that's a yes. fact, right? So, um, usually when people are like in a pandemic, they they actively try to come up with like a solution. And COVID nineteen is a virus, so you, they try to come up with like you know a vaccine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the world is like we all kind of messed up. We just going to team up and do the best that we can to come up with a vaccine. And the U.S. will not join. The World Health Organization linked global effort to develop a COVID nineteen vaccine mm-hmm. because that orange guy he criticized the WHO over what he calls a China centric approach to the pandemic. A China what? Hey, who is this? So like we could probably <laughs> potentially save everybody from this pandemic, but. Y'all doing some stuff that make me think y'all like China. So I ain't really rocking with y'all. That's pretty much what he's saying. This crap remind me of China. And I ain't rocking with it. So I'm not. Just like China? That's how he said it. Who misses this? He got a double, bro. Who misses this? It's so funny you say he's in the Hall, hall of Fame. He's, he's definitely yeah, in the Hall of Fame. Just like JaVale McGee is a Shaq in the Fool Hall of Famer, he is a who's man since this first ballot. Fact. Yeah. Unanimous. We, we got to give one to Governor Hogan, a whole just that his whole camp. But even at the end of the day, it's up to the school districts to open schools. They had that whole, the first week prior to school, y'all going to say, oh, schools can reopen. So all the teachers and kids who are preparing for virtual learning. Y'all just go and give the green light, knowing damn well they can't go back. Hey, who misses this? Oh, man. 
Sisters. Just for safekeeping, because we always mention the fact that Breonna Taylor's killers haven't been, uh, they haven't been arrested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like, you know, the police down there are trying to, like, they have, like, other drug criminals that they have, like, indicted, facing charges. And they're trying to get them to act like they, like, they're trying to get them to implicate Breonna Taylor, like, her address and stuff. Like, just say, you know, just say her crib was, like, one of y'all trap houses or something like that. Just, wow. Just put that in. Hey, it, it, help us out a lot. Oh, man, this, this. And one more. The world we live in. 2020. Just give 2020. 2020, who's man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumped us. You are really wild, man. Listen, this was episode 21. It's your big dog kid, six shot times finest Carlton, your dig, and your girl Leah, aka Blank Man. Until next week, man. (laughs) Until next episode, man. Listen, uh, it's September, so. Um, we have we have not only uh, a birthday coming up this month for your girl Leah, yep. but she's also presenting to us um, a new segment for the show. Um, mm-hmm. So you guys should definitely look forward to this and be prepared. Um, I'll let her give like a little brief introduction for it. I know I said that I was going to do it last month, but I decided to introduce it this month. So um, as you know, it's wind down with Leah. I want you guys to submit anything that you feel like you need some advice or um, just some clarity, some guidance. Send us, submit some responses, not responses, but just your situation. And um, I got you. So we're going to sip on some wine and... Give you some, some, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't even want to say advice, just encouragement, Erin. Thank you. Yeah. Shout out to So F and Classy, always yep. behind the scenes with the creativity. Yes, ma'am. And listen, get in the mix and vote. That's just how we're going this off. Get in the we mix and every, vote. Every day, yep. every episode. Every episode, get in the mix and vote.